McFarlane, 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 McFarlane. We yell McFarlane when we're excited. We're excited to have another Bradfoe show sponsored and powered by our good friends at McFarlane Energy. Today's Bradfoe show is talking to a guy who everybody's talking about in the Red Sox organization. Everyone's talking about when it comes to fixing the Red Sox, possible Red Sox pitcher uh, going forward in the major leagues. And that is one Connor Siebold. Yes, you may know him as the guy who pitched in Chicago last year. Three innings, that was it. You may know him as the guy who came over in the trade with Nick Pavetta from the Phillies. But you should know him as one of the hottest pitching properties in the Red Sox system right now. The guy is a 2-4-5 ERA in seven starts. He's already struck out 37 in 36 and two-thirds innings. He's obviously coming off an outing, an unbelievable outing, in which he struck out 11. He's only given, in the seventh starts, he's only given up two or uh, more than two runs just once. So every single outing, six to seven, it's been two runs or less. He's been completely dominant. And that's why we want to follow up on, with Connor. We had him on the Bradford Show last year, and he's always he's a good, great guy to talk to. Great personality, and he also has come a long way. When we say he has been dominant, he just give you the numbers. I mean, he has absolutely been dominant, but it's been a little bit of a process as he came over the Red Sox system. He talks about that, basically how he's improved, where how he came to where he is right now, all of that. And this is coming off of people feeling good about the Red Sox as we wake up here on Tuesday morning. Xander Bogarts, you chant, you want to re-sign a guy, boom, there is science. You, he hits a game-winning home run. That's how it works. But you know, while you're soaking that in, while you're soaking in the win, a win against the Houston Astros in a huge, huge series for the Red Sox, we wanted to find the guy that a lot of people were talking about, including, by the way, Alex Cora, before the game. And that was Connor Seabold. So there you go. I mean, this is a guy who <laughs> he, he picked one Grapefruit League game this year in spring training. He didn't get an out. Gave up five runs. And then he was sent down. So he wasn't on anyone's radar. Well, no, I mean, he wasn't on the Major League radar. He was going to be a prove-it-to-us guy for the Red Sox. And you know what? Well, he's proved it to us. And you know what? He proved this to us once again on this podcast so everyone enjoy once again subscribe follow listen rate all of it it's going to be a great another great week here at the Bradfoe show appreciate you listening here is connor siebold all right there is no better person to have on the Bradfoe show than connor siebold and thankfully that's exactly who we have on the Bradfoe show connor what's going on man how you doing i'm doing good thanks for having me on no, oh, you kidding me? Let's go. I mean, let's, let's, when you dominate, you're, you're an easy invitation. You're easy invitation anyway. We've talked before. You came on the radio with us last last year. I appreciate that. Talked to you a little bit in spring training. But, um, yeah, things are going, you know, you pitched just uh, as we taped this, you pitched the day before, and things are going swimmingly. So congratulations on everything. I mean, it's Listen, you can say, hey, one day at a time. You can talk about uh, the great game of baseball can humble you and everything else. Just sit back and enjoy the moment, Connor. Sit back and enjoy it, all right? All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it must feel good. I mean, oh, you had... it, it does. It does feel good. Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> all right. All right. So, um, it's, it's, like I said, it's great catching up with you, Um 
And uh, I guess, like, you know, out of the gate, Connor, I'm just going to ask because, you know, I was just, we're just, uh, I was just on the Nesson pregame show before the Red Sox game today. And, we, you know, when you when you know you're in the minor leagues and you're on the Nesson pregame show, you know you're doing well. So you're, there you go. And, you know, the, the, what I said, because I'm uneducated, I wish I was doing this podcast before I went on. So I talk in generalities when I went on there, but I have been following you and I know this, my guess, and please tell me that I was right when I said this, was that my guess is that the picture that you're seeing right now is more advanced than obviously the picture that, you know, get that like brief, brief glimpse of the major leagues last year. So tell me the difference. Tell me the difference of of that person, which is all the Red Sox people have to go by, right? Red Sox people, I mean fans. And the guy that we're looking at the box scores and it's like, oh, my goodness, you're absolutely dominating. I just feel healthy. Um, that's the main thing. I mean, last year, obviously, I had the, uh, the elbow injury pretty early on. And, you know, I came back and, you know, I, I, I felt healthy, but – I don't think I actually was because there's like mental block or something that was just keeping me from being me. Like my stuff wasn't as sharp. Um, you know, my off speeds weren't breaking the way that they were before. Um, obviously the, the, the velos, I don't know what, what went on in spring training last year to where I was like 97. But <laughs> I have no idea where that, yeah, that must've been adrenaline or something, but, uh, but overall, like, it just, it feels like everything's healthy and like fluid, smooth, right where I want it to be. So if you go, like you said, like, so you come over in the trade um, and in the, with Nick Pavetta, obviously from the Phillies, you're, you know, everyone's raving about your change up down in the alternate site. And then you come into spring training, like you said, oh my goodness, so Connor see, but look at him, let's go. And then, but then you had the elbow thing, as you mentioned. Um, but if correct me if I'm wrong, when you came back from the elbow thing, which was what July? Is that July? Yeah, it was like mid July. Mid July, you came back and you threw pretty well. At least you were getting results. So when you get the call up, it's like, okay, here you go. Here's the results. But but looking back at that, it was it was well, you know, I was getting results, but my stuff wasn't completely there. My mind was, you know, wasn't completely there. Everything wasn't completely there um, because the elbow thing was still lingering. Is that right? Yeah. And I, I think there's a couple other things. I, th- I feel I, I felt like I was playing catch up a little bit. Like I'd missed so much of the season. I was trying to prove a lot, like past the point of like, you know, it's already halfway through the season. So it's like I tried to like maybe – try a little harder than I needed to and it ended up biting me in the butt. And then like, I don't know, just like I said, it just, nothing felt as crisp as it did before. And it felt a lot less consistent. Like there'd be days where I felt, you know, pretty dang good. And then there was other days where, you know, it would kind of feel like, like I said, just not there. Mm -hmm. And stuff wise, that's never really been an issue for me. Um, until last year and and yeah I mean it, it was tough and I mean I still got to go up and you know make my debut and that was awesome but major like, league per diem back. baby major league per diem um but, but yeah I mean how much how much does one make for a game how much do you make 
I, uh, I after taxes, I, I can't remember. It was not as much as I thought it was going to be. No, to be was, listen, the great game of baseball is yeah. the real winner. It's the, you're, you're paid in excitement and enjoyment and accomplishment. So there you go. Although I would imagine that you probably made a lot more than you do. <laughs> oh, well, the, the pay jump afterwards was, was really nice. But Oh, um, oh yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it definitely is nice. But um, but going back to the, uh, to the question, yeah, the, my answer. Um, sorry, I was sorry. being selfish in my own uh, curiosities. All good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 did, I went up and, you know, it was awesome. Like it was a once in a lifetime, well, hopefully not once in a lifetime experience, but, um, you know, it, it just looking back, I was like, I really wish I was feeling as good as I could have been like, like as good as I did now then, because I feel like that game would have, I feel like I would have gone more than three innings at least, but, um, you know, who's to say anything would have changed who, who knows, Hindsight's twenty twenty, yada yada yada. So, can't dwell on it. Just gotta, you know, focus on. Hopefully, the next time I get the call and go from there. When did you feel right? Like, when did you feel? Was it the off season? Yeah, just you know, getting time off. Because even like with the injury, it's like you, you didn't stop. There was no stopping. There was no rest. It was just go 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 rehabbing and then go 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 game mode. Um, and so, like, once I was able to just, like, get home, relax, take some time off, uh, reset, it, I think it really helped. And, you know, came into spring training feeling good. Didn't have the best uh, outing in spring training in the big league side, but it was a short spring. And, you know, that was – But that's, that but was that's the thing. That's the thing, Connor, is that – and I want to get into the off season. What were you on, California? Yeah. Yeah, of course. We already talked about surfing. I know it's like I, I, I'm sorry. I'm fascinated with like living in Southern California. So, and I think I asked you this in spring training of the most famous person you met. By the way, my wife just went out to California, like so, to visit my son. Yeah. And they get off the plane. It was like a cliche, and they run into like the actor from like the favorite show, This Is Us, like just like within like five minutes. I think you told me like you know you never met like anybody. You lived there. You grew up there, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> that's uh, I I can't say that's a regular occurrence, but that is pretty funny that that happened. It's it's a cliche. So anyway, um, who did you work before? I forget. So who? What do? Who, where do you work out in the off season? Do you work out with anybody of note? Yeah. Or? Um. Yeah. So the gym I work out with uh, over the years has had some some pretty significant names uh the last two years actually albert pujols has worked out there and so that's that's a big one um mike lorenzen was there a couple years ago uh let's see uh david or daniel robertson um who he's he's been with uh the rays the twins Mm -hmm. he's with the twins currently brewers he was there um cody ponce who was with the uh, pirates he's currently playing over in japan but there's it's a good group there's a, a lot of guys who have come and gone from that gym that you know i've gotten to meet ty france ty france is another guy he's killing it right now sorry i heard albert pujols and then i blacked out <laughs> yeah it's yeah he's it, it's crazy man it's crazy just like you know coming into the gym and seeing him on a regular basis it's like that's like that's one of the best baseball players of all time he's just you know over there Dude, 
Do you even understand? I mean, you're young, man. Like, you're young. Do you even understand, like, how good this guy was? Like, well, I, I mean, I, I maybe didn't see, like, the beginning of his career, but, like, a lot of people compare his career to Trout's, and I've seen Trout's entire career so far, and, you know, I mean, that guy's pretty good. So if that's a good guy to compare his career to so far, I'd say he's doing, he did pretty good. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. Thank to give give a give her the Google. Look up the baseball yeah. reference. It's definitely worth. It's incredible, Connor. It's like it's this, this guy. And obviously, listen. I mean, it's not like he's been chopped liver the last couple of years. He's still playing. So, yeah. and and you know, when you see him, what was what was the facility that's given some publicity? Was it Jim? Right Fitness Systems. Okay. R E I D T. Okay. So when you walk in there and see Paul, I mean, it's like. You know, he probably looks like a pretty decent player walking yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, yeah you pitched I mean, to him? Uh, no, I, I, there was a couple times, I think it was during the shutdown, that um, we were trying to put live BPs together and it just kind of fell through. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, one of these days it would be pretty cool. I mean, you know, it would be even cooler if I got to face him, like, in the big Did You, you asked for his autograph? No. Why? No, no. Cause I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be. Did you, did you ever ask for an autograph? The what? Do you ever ask for an autograph from anybody? No, I mean, I'm sure down the road. No, no, really never. Was... Did you ever as a kid? Oh, yeah, as a kid. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. What, what was the best one you got? Um, I want to say Garrett Whitlock. I... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I probably should. I probably should. That guy's going to be, that's going to be worth a lot. Um, no, I, I'd say Tory Hunter. That's a good one. Angels yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think it was a, it was a home run ball that he actually hit at Angel Stadium that we got, like that we caught and then we had him sign it. So how did you find him? Uh, I think it was just like a month or so later, we went back to a game. We got up to the, like he was out there signing and like we had this ball and we brought it with the intention of getting his autograph. And he just so happened to be out there that day. So. Oh, good for you. That's pretty yeah. good. So that's where that ball, yeah, but where that ball is now, I have no idea. You don't, you're not, a, I, you're I, not pers- a I personally don't. Maybe my dad does. I don't know. It might what, be storage somewhere. What's you don't have like any prize. You don't have like a prize possession. Like you don't have a prize possession room. Um, like Lakers well, Jersey or Rams Jersey or. I'm currently I'm currently renting a place out there, which is not cheap, and so, you know SoCal. But yeah, uh, I I don't really have like you know a room where I can just stuff memorabilia in quite yet. So okay, uh, hopefully someday. But you know that would definitely be if I can find it. It would definitely be something. That By the way, happen. I'm sorry the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. That's okay. We got ours. Yeah, you did. You did get yours. <laughs> where do you go to the Super? What What do you do for the Super Bowl? I I. I made a good, like I made a conscious effort to try and get tickets, but they're not cheap. Um, so I ended up watching it at a buddy's place. I like um, it, didn't, I, it. Didn't change how awesome that whole day was, but I like I like the I made a conscious effort to get tickets. Yeah, I made a con- conscious. I made a conscious effort to meet Pamela Anderson ten years ago. It didn't happen. I, I just I knew it was going to be an uphill battle, and so I. I it had real realistic expectations. Okay, let's just, right. let's just put it that way. As uh, listen, it, like you said, it's but be, it's better to watch on TV anyway. 
it's yeah. you, you're better off for it. Anyway, let's get back on track here. You go through the off season, you dominate Albert Pujols at the workout facility. Um, no, no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> now you, you work out with some really no, noteworthy guys. You're working out there. Um, you get to spring training and, and, you know, the lockout stinks. And, you know, I know that everyone, the uncertainty of it really stunk. Um, but you get to spring training. And for a guy like you, it must have been tough because you're sort of like, I want to, in a normal spring training, you're able to say, hey, you know what, if I can spring together some really sort of noteworthy outings, it might change the conversation a lot quicker. But because everything was so condensed, you, uh, you like you said, you, what, you have one major league, one grapefruit league, Start something like that. Yeah, I I don't I don't even, I don't think I got out. <laughs> I gave oh, it like really? a full run. I think I think that was like our first like spring training loss because we like what rattled off like five six like wins in a row to start and then yeah. and then then I happened so. Um, but I mean, obviously those those games don't they don't mean no no lot. no but where where was it was it, it up, Jet, was it jet i can look this up where was it jet blue park it, it, it was at jet blue i think it was against the twins and it was made like not that it not like that that any of those stats mattered but it was probably the worst ending of my professional career Ooh. So, but was, you know but that's the point but you didn't even get another start after that right no i mean i i got after that game i got options which you know it, it, they they had to make decisions quick and I'm actually kind of glad because I got to go over to my early camp, get my work in, get ready. And I mean, I, I got myself right. And it's been, you know, pretty, pretty smooth sailing uh, well, since then. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is it so like I said, like, you know, at the time, you like you want to make your mark in the major league team. You want to make your mark in the major league clubhouse and all of it. And so now you have the one inning, you have the, the you know like you said the uneasiness of the previous year some good some bad but that one major league start where you felt like oh man you know like I could have been better that you know that wasn't that wasn't my best so you have all of that and now I think this is a testament to you that you're able to sort of regroup said okay I know how good I am I know how good I feel and now I'm just gonna like I'm gonna I understand I'm going to Worcester I'm going to AAA and I'm gonna start there and do my thing. I don't know if that was difficult for you switching that mindset because you, you know, like, listen, I mean, you're on the cusp of being a major leaguer. So maybe you're thinking, Oh, if I just did this or I did that, or you just said, listen, I know I I'm confident in what I'm doing. It's going to work out. Like the immediate aftermath was like, dang, I just blew it. But at the same time, it was like, no, I mean, there's so much, like there's an entire season to like left for me to prove myself. And uh, like, you know, you can only dwell on that stuff for so long. And, you know, I, I, you know, after that point, it was just like, okay, let's lock it in, go to Worcester and then just, you know, be the best me I can be. And so far, I mean, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of that and kind of getting back to where I was before the injury. And I mean, I, I plan on just keeping doing my thing and uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. Is there anything that you're doing? So you you go to Worcester, like obviously, you know, we know you have the change up, right? And you, is there anything that you did differently in the first month and a half of this year? Anything that you tweaked or is it just as simple as I feel better and I, I'm just progressing? Um, it starts, I feel better. Um, but focusing on just like, you know, attacking the zone with my stuff. Uh, I mean, 
last year, I feel like, you know, I didn't walk a ton of guys, but it was more than I was used to walking. And I felt like my, my fastball command wasn't there. So, and even in spring training, I think that was an, an issue. So like I made it a conscious, like I made the, um, the adjustment to like really just focus on attacking the zone with the fastball because it's, it starts with the fastball. And then I'd say another, um, another adjustment I made is I'm, I'm trying to throw my slider harder. And so far it's worked really well. I've gotten a lot, a lot of like swings and misses, a lot of like uneasy swings, um, a lot of guys out front. And, um, I think it's like anywhere like 83 to 86 right now, which is like, that's pretty dang good for what I want it to be. And then, you know, mixing in the occasional curveball, and then I, I the changeups starting to come back to where it was before the trade. And I, I, I mean, it's now it's it's all come together, you know. What well, you said it come back before where it was before the trade. You know, all we heard about was like you have a good changeup, and and you know we see the the videos from the alternate site. It looked good to me, but you felt like since you came over the Red Sox, it wasn't as good as when you were with the Phillies. Yeah. I mean, there's like, just, it was still good. It's just like, it wasn't like, it, it was still good. It just wasn't as good as like it was in the past year. And, you know, kind of for a couple of years, it's kind of just been like, it's come and go. Like there's been times where it's been really good. And then times where I like, I don't know where it's going, but now it's kind of, it's, I kind of like locked it into where I kind of know what I need to do consistently to have it be there game after game, pitch after pitch. And mm -hmm. so that's been a, a huge thing for me the last few starts. Who do you grip it like? I, this is my favorite topic, change-ups. You know, because obviously, like, I, I did, like, 15 stories on Garrett Whitlock's change-up last year, talking to Matt Andres. And then, you know, Michael Waka, obviously, he has a great change-up. Like, do you grip it like anybody? Um, I'm trying to think if I have a baseball around. I don't think I do. I actually uh, saw a picture of you. I, I so I could, I, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I mean, if I had a baseball, it'd be a lot cooler, but um, <laughs> I go, I go uh, pointer finger over thumb. Basically these aren't doing anything. It's all coming off of these two fingers here. And then the pinky is just kind of a guider, but I'm trying to go for side spin. So like the release is more like that, I'm trying to get it to spin that way instead of, instead of that way. Like, it basically creates that that diving, almost like reverse slider movement, um, and so that's 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 the key for it. And getting the arm speed and the intensity uh, where I want it to be is kind of like what I've been working on. And the last few starts, it's it's been right where I want it to be. So that's your go-to pitch. I'd say it's my best my best pitch. Your best like, weapon my best raw pitch yeah maybe not the one i'm gonna throw three two to a guy maybe not the one that i'm gonna go like you know start a guy off with a lot of times but like your high end as, you're like as yeah as far as my my raw my most raw pitch that's probably it yeah like it could have been like the camera you have big hands do you, do you have big hands I don't think so. I, no, I got uh, I got I got long skinny fingers. That's it. Uh, all right. Well, maybe what's good for a changeup? I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, like I mean, have you ever seen Pedro's hands? Is well, that's what that, like you that know. That when you were doing that, that's what jumped to mind. Like, and again, I know that because I do not have big hands. It looks like I have big hands in the video, but it's but that's when you were doing that. That's what jumped to mind. 
Pedro. Like Pedro was like his the way his he could manipulate a baseball with his because of his hands with the fingers. I don't know and, if you met him or I uh, I haven't, but uh, I let me let me put this out there. I'm not comparing myself to Pedro. I'm, I'm, no. Hold on, Seabold. <laughs> I am a, I am like Pedro. <laughs> no, I I understand. Yeah. Um, but but you know what I'm saying? No, we're no nobody's comparing anybody to Pedro. I'm just saying, like, we're talking about like you know, like when you talk about the changeup grip, I find that interesting. Like, it's not just here, here you go. Mm-hmm. So, and who who taught you that? Who taught you the so, changeup? So the grip itself, uh, I got from Blake Hawksworth, who's a, a former pitcher for the uh for the cardinals yeah his sister works in the media right i think so yeah aaron yeah Uh, yeah yeah so he so my junior year at uh, cal state fullerton he was actually the pitching coach and so we worked on that i i think i might have thrown it five times in like in games during the season but like it gave he gave me the grip and then i got to pro ball started throwing it more kind of got like more comfortable with it um but it was still more just like you know you're garden variety change up like it wasn't like just like diving off the the bottom of the zone um that didn't come until actually i my my uh first injury in pro ball i uh pulled my oblique and like took some time like down in in florida to get myself right and while i was doing that i kind of just started turning it over more seeing how far i could go and ended up turning into a really good pitch so um the way I throw it, I taught myself, but like the grip itself, I got to give it to uh, Blake Hawksworth. Did you ever, so I, again, this is one of the, the unfortunate things about not being in major league camp for long, but I don't know if you get a chance to talk to like Waka or, you know, Andres last year or anybody. Not a ton. Not okay. a ton. I mean, I, I'm also, I'm, I like to pick guys' brains, but I don't like to be pushy about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Walk's got a nasty changeup. Whitlock's yeah. got a nasty changeup. Um, I mean, talking to those guys about how they throw theirs, I mean, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Maybe, you know. No, I, it's, yeah, it's, well, yeah. I, I like, I like good changeup talk. Listen. Yeah. There's nothing like some good change of talk. Yeah, so, change of talk. It's what the people want. They do want, like, listen, I don't know if you know this, baseball isn't boring. Neither are change-ups. Baseball is not boring. <laughs> Thank you. I can use that yeah. clip. So we, I don't, do you see the t-shirts? Yeah, I, have, I don't have one. I'd love one. Well, you are, you are officially getting one. And you, if, if we send you, we're going to send you some baseballs and boring t-shirts. Uh-huh. Um, and you, who do you, how many do you want? Who do you, who's going to wear them? Who on the Worcester Woo Sox Deserves a baseballs and boring T-shirt. I mean, they have to earn it. They have to believe they have to it. Earn it? Oh. No, they have to believe it. I don't know if you, did you did you see did you see those uh, our our guys down in Greenville? Our guys, guys. No, Benal- I haven't. Oh yeah, Benalis, York, um, McDonough, and Decker did a TikTok wearing the baseballs and boring T-shirts. Okay. I, I will be happy to – well, I'll give you the base. I'll give you T-shirts anyway. But if okay. if you want to do a TikTok, you know, listen, I'm not going to stop not, you. 
I'm not TikTok TikTok savvy, so you're you're barking up the wrong. Tree. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> neither am I. Uh, uh, but who? Who? How many do you want? Who do you? Who do you want? Who on the Worcester Red Sox man. deserves a baseballs and boring T-shirt? I. Can I get back to you on that? Would I be able to message you at at, at a later yes. time? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, the fact that you can't think of anyone who likes baseball. Well, t- no, it's more just getting a it's getting a head count is all because. I got okay. a group chat. I could ask him if they want one. Well, yeah, but they're gonna want one because everyone wants T-shirts. Like, but this is this is a but, thing. But you they s- gotta earn it. They well, earn not it. earn it, but you know, you yeah, Conyer, you have to believe. You have to believe. All right, and I do believe that you believe. I I I do believe this. It seems like you like to have fun, right? Great game of baseball. So, um, you know, but it, it, you saw the guys wearing them around. Like they're yeah. good shirts, right? They and you have yeah. to start with yeah. the one you want to actually like have good shirts, mm-hmm. right? But you saw like by the end of it, like everyone was wearing them because a they're good shirts and b they at least somewhat believe in the message. And this is the whole thing, right? That we have to get people to believe in the message for sure. Okay, and nobody okay. jumps out that really really likes baseball. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they really, really like baseball. Well, who's who, who's the guy on the team? Who's the guy on the team that's the biggest character who likes to have the most fun? Oh, Yolmer. Oh, Yolmer. Okay. Yol- yeah, Yolmer would love that. All right. Why? What does Yolmer do? Yolmer Sanchez, in case people are listening. He, at home. he, he just doesn't stop. He, he he's the most one of the more more energetic people I've ever met, like in baseball. So I think. Regardless, I think he, he deserves a shirt. All right. Done. Done and done. Right. And you message me. You tell me anybody else. Um, right. We'll be happy I'll, to send you some. The uh, um, I, I, I think we asked you this on the radio last year when you were traded. Um, does like the – do you get past the – everyone looking at me because I was in a trade thing? You know, because there's always like – always, a you know, always that. Right, people. Are like, oh, I'm in this trade, and especially when when you do well, and everyone's like, "Oh, hey, you were in the tr-. like." Is there? Do, do you get past that pretty quick? Yeah, I mean, I've never been you, in a trade. <laughs> um, well, at this point, it's like it's been like a couple of years now, so it's like it's not really like a new thing. I'd say like you know, I, I feel pretty indoctrinated into the Red Sox now like the, the org and, and everything going around the org. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I'd say like the whole, you know, I'm part of a trade, like it's, I, I have like a microscope on me thing. I think that's kind of tapered off. Um, I, I feel, I don't really care that much, honestly. I mean, well, either now, way, I'm going to have to go out and perform anyway. So. Right. Well, but now the conversation has changed. Now you're just like, you're the pitcher who's doing really well. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where you came from, you're the pitcher who's doing really well. I mean, you've earned that right to 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 be like, okay, you know what, major league pitcher right there. I mean, I, at this point, I would imagine you feel okay. I'm ready. I'm not. I'm not saying in a cocky way, but like I'm ready. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I, I not in a cocky way. I I feel like I'm ready, but I mean. You know, I got to just, I got to wait my turn. I got to just keep doing what I'm doing. And, you know, the, 
the less you less time you play GM, the easier it gets. And uh, you know, you just gotta keep plugging away. Well, no one's been plugging away better than you. So congratulations on everything. That's awesome. The uh, and uh, and like I said, your payment is you get paid in compliments and t-shirts on this podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> Why give me give me one give me one thing, and this is the last thing I'll ask because again, this is I, I don't know if you do you know the you know Steve Aoki? Yeah. Are are you gonna ask me about the first pitch? <laughs> oh, did you see that? I saw I saw some stuff on Twitter, yeah. 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 Well he also just he also just said baseball isn't boring on the Perfect. on the at BB, isn't it? Which is you know, he's part of the family now. Um no, I just I, I wasn't gonna ask about the first pitch. That was like the most bizarre. I, I, I yeah uh but um but i was just gonna say he he um we have the we have the cause the revolution the baseballs and boring steve aoki was just down the fenway field uh proclaiming the baseballs and boring so the last thing i'll ask you is that when you say this like what do you like about base what's the best thing why isn't baseball boring you know well tell me why i mean for me i mean i'm i've loved it ever since I was a little kid. Like I'd be running around my, like my, my home, like just diving on hardwood floors, pretending to catch balls, like, you know, like an outfielder would, and, you know, I go out in the backyard, hit with the balls and just, you know, I've been doing this for so long. And it's for me, it's never really like, it's never taken a step back in my, in my heart. Like it's just, I love this game and I love just, you know, I love playing it. I love watching it. Like people will call me crazy for wanting to sit down and watch a baseball game. It's like, no, I, I, I actually like watching baseball. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot that you could tell me that could change my mind on that either. That's one of the best answers we've ever had. Much better than Jonathan Papelbon saying it's an opportunity for grown men to wear tight pants. So it's, uh, you know, oh, well, that, that was, that was my next answer. Too, so. <laughs> um, well, that was taken. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> excellent, excellent job. All right. Well, I uh, hope to see you soon in person. Um, and, uh, and really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.